Good morning for Tuesday, November 18, 2014. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Mega-mergers regain their popularity. Healthcare law recasts insurers as Obama allies. And immigration has president altering his stand. In today's national headlines, Landrieu tries to gather enough votes on pipeline. Governor calls out the guard ahead of a grand jury decision in Missouri, and Charles Manson gets a marriage license. In today's business headlines, Japan's downturn spawns new worry in Europe. Justice Department weighs a suit against Mozilla, and Horowitz, newly hired to oversee today, is fired. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written by David Gellis. Mega-mergers regain their popularity. Stocks are surging, corporate executives are ambitious, and debt is cheap. The result is one of the biggest booms in mergers and acquisitions. Mergers worth $100 billion made on Monday put Wall Street on pace for a year of deal-making rivaling those during the dot-com bubble and the private equity boom just before the financial crisis. The announcement of the two new mega-deals, the $66 billion acquisition of the Botox maker Allergen by activists, and the $34.6 billion takeover of the oil field services firm Baker Hughes by Halliburton, made Monday a symbolic tipping point. With those transactions on the books, about $1.5 trillion in deals targeting American companies have been announced this year, the most since 2000, according to Thomson Reuters, the financial information company. Five years after the end of the financial crisis, it appears that big companies are finally willing to make big bets again, especially in the healthcare, technology, and media industries. The conditions are ideal, with borrowing costs low and share prices rising, and chief executives are no longer worried about a double-dip recession or another Eurozone crisis. Instead, they're betting on growth in the years ahead. The fact that we're getting all these deals suggests that CEOs are feeling pretty good about things, said Mark Zandi, chief economist at Moody's Analytics. It reflects the economy, and it also portends better times ahead. Deals don't get done unless people feel pretty good about the future, he said. Yet there are some dark corners in the dazzling successes of Wall Street's dealmakers. Even as companies spend on mergers and acquisitions, they're not spending it in other areas. Wage growth remains sluggish, and hiring is growing only modestly. There's some evidence that deals may actually be detrimental to the economy, particularly these big bursts, said Tara Sinclair, an associate professor of economics at George Washington University. Economists are pretty divided as to whether they're a good thing or a bad thing, she said. Regulatory hurdles also threaten to complicate some of the most audacious mergers, Comcast proposed $45 billion takeover of Time Warner Cable remains under scrutiny by antitrust officials. And after a flurry of so-called inversions, in which U.S. companies bought overseas competitors and moved their headquarters abroad to reduce their tax bills, the Treasury Department announced rules targeting the transactions. Abvi, a drug maker near Chicago, abandoned a $54 billion deal to acquire its Irish rival Shire. Still, the size and variety of deals being tried reflect a new sense of ambition among many of the world's biggest companies. This is another consistent piece of information that the economy really is doing well right now, Sinclair said, 
but there's also reason to be slightly concerned. When you see a bunch of deals all at once, you wonder if this is, once again, irrational exuberance.